0: What up, what up, what up? You're now tuned in to the Progression Podcast. Man, I'm your host, 007, and I'm glad to be back. Back in the building with you, man. It's been a great day, great week, great month, great year. And man, I'm just so happy to be here, man. The Progression Podcast, man, we're brought to you live by Josiah's House Ministries, man. The good folks at Josiah's House Ministries. We do a lot for the people that are coming out of prison, that are trying to acclimate back into the system, the system of this world, you know what I'm saying? So hit those people up over there at www.josiahshouseministries.com. Give give time, give money, give what you can, you know, and support the Progression Podcast, man. Keep looking at the videos, man. We love the feedback we've been getting. And man, it's been a great day, great week, great month, like I always say, great year. And we're going to get right into it, man. the name of this show is so synonymous, and I'm going to say this with my chest. You can't break me turning down a little bit. You can't break me. Man, I've been through so much, man. I've been through so many storms, man. And these little trickles, these little raindrops, they're not going to break me, man. So at the Progression Broadcast, we teach liberation, education, and elevation. Liberation, we trying to liberate you and set you free. Education, we trying to educate you on some things that you need to know to navigate through this world. Elevation comes when you give your life to Jesus Christ and you give your will up and know that it's not yours and that it's Him and that it's He that's in control, right? You can't break me. You can't break me. Let me start off with Second Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away and behold, all things have become brand new. Second Corinthians 5 and 17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become brand new. You can't break me. Like I said in the beginning. My chair is kind of squeaky. I need a new chair, but you cannot break me, man. Check it out. I'm gonna start, I'm starting off from the beginning. I was born in 1973 in Fifth Ward, Houston, Texas. And, man, I was born a statistic. First of all, I was black, African-American. I was born an African-American to a 15-year-old girl named Cynthia. I was born to a 15-year-old girl. My mother was 15 when she had me right? She was a child having a child. So I was born a statistic, man. And uh, throughout the years, you know, I had to see that like, you know, my mother's only 15 years older than me. So it was like, when I was 15, she was just 30. You know, we really didn't, they didn't have that mindset of a real live mother, it's not anything like, and I'm going to tell y'all, I'm a parent myself, I have four boys, right? There's no manual that they give you at the hospital when your child is born. There's no manual that they give you. You got to figure this thing out yourself. I got like my son, uh, my oldest son, he said, man, my I would have never got away with that. That Dre be getting away with, God dog, I would have never got away with that. And then I make him laugh. I say, man, we was practicing. We was practicing with you, but now we got it together. You know, we're parents now. We got it together. But little do you know, there is no manual that comes with being a parent. So like I say, my mother was 15 years old. So I was raised by my grandmother, Juanita Barnes, in Fifth Ward in Houston, Texas. They migrated down here from Tyler, right? And so we were born into poverty. We had a one room, uh, well, it was two rooms set, you know, that I was born in. We call it a shotgun house. That means you can see clear from the front door out the back. So I was born statistic, right? And I was raised in poverty, man. I was raised in poverty, but it's a strange thing about being raised in poverty. You don't know it you don't really know how poor you really are because everybody around you is the same. They poor too. So you don't see it until you see something else. Like I used to watch TV, right? And so my favorite shows, man, were good times. And, and when the Cosby show came out, that was cool too, but I couldn't relate to the Cosby show. The mother, she was a lawyer, the daddy, he was a doctor. They was living in a brownstone in New York, and I just couldn't relate to that. I related to the good times because good times uh, with uh, uh, James in and, and, and Florida, I related to them because James always was losing his job. They barely had enough to eat. Man, every time it seemed like something was finna happen good for them, something always knocked them down. When uh Thelma had met the dude and got uh the uh, the dude had the football contract and he hurt his knee, it was over. They thought they was going to get up out the neighborhood, but they, it didn't happen for him. Poverty, we were poverty stricken just like that. And so every time we thought we was gonna get ahead, it didn't happen. Right? And some people went on to be to do good things in our family right? But that was for their family. And I didn't understand, man, why couldn't I be born to another family? I used to see some people have some things that we didn't have, but we ate every day. Don't get me wrong. We ate every day. The lights was on. Uh, things was was nice to us. We felt like, hey, man, this is life. We was raised in poverty. Now, let me tell you why I say the name of this is You Can't Break Me right some things i had to go through to prepare me for where i am now right it prepared me man it take a lot of pressure 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 is something that you need to get ahead right and I didn't understand this growing up. I know it now, now that I'm older. I understand that it was a reason why I went through that stuff, because it was preparing me for when I'm out of it and I have to get back in it. Andre, you know what to do. You know what to do. You've been here before. You know what to do, right? So I'm going to say this. I done ball with the ballers, and I done bummed with the bum. I ate the whole pot so it was nothing but crumbs. Man, I was on top of the world with the guys with money. I had a little money too. And I done bummed with the bums. I had it, I lost it all. Lost it all, didn't even have a car. Didn't even, I, I got out of prison. I had to sell my car before I even got out of prison. Didn't have a car when I came home. So I done ball with the ballers and I bum with the bums, man. I know how it is, right? I'm like, Paul, I've been rich. I've been poor. I know what it is to go without, but I haven't mastered the mystery of being content right now. I wish I could. Uh, Paul says in the Bible that I've mastered the mystery of being content. Man, if I could do that, if we could do that as a people. Master, mister, uh, master that mystery of being content, man. We'll go some places, right? So, I want to talk about the awakening, the awakening, right? And I get this uh, this quote to my homeboy because he said it. He was the first person that said it, and I took it and I put it in my mental rolodex, and I always kept it. He said, "Double O, man, I wasn't arrested. I was rescued." I wasn't arrested. I was rescued. I had an appetite for destruction out there in them streets. I used to fight all the time, pistol play, all kind of stuff, right? Thought that I was the slickest dude in the hood. Thought I was the slickest dude around, that I'm getting over on people, whatever, whatever. But I had an appetite for destruction. Somebody was going to kill me. I was going to do a life sentence or something was going to happen. When I got arrested, when I went to the penitentiary, I did not know that God was putting me a place and hiding me and getting me right, feed me with that Bible, and feed me his word till I had got like a pit bull ready. Man, I had ate the word day and night, ate the word day and night, and bam, I gave my life to God, man, and now you can't break me. And that was my awakening. When I got in that prison cell and I seen that my decisions got me to this point, every decision I thought that was good for my life, dude named uh, Marshall. And now he told me, he said, man, everything you thought was the right decision got you right to this point. What you thought was good for your life got you to this point. And he was right. He was right, man. And so my next thing I want to talk about is now that God elevated me, like we talk about liberation, education, elevation. I was liberated from the street life when I got arrested. And then when I got arrested, I was educated in the prison system on a whole bunch of stuff, not just the Bible, but life. And so then I was elevated when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, when I came out, man, things just start happening back to back to back to back. And where I'm at now, man, my career is going good. Uh, uh, I own my own home, uh, a whole bunch of stuff. I don't brag about it because it's all God. You know, um, my kids, they're all here. I love them some in college, some doing jobs, some flying here doing that, amen, but it's not all good, but man, it's all God, right, so I had to tell you that my awakening, it, it changed my life, and I'm so glad to God that I went to prison, boy, people gonna trip out if I say that, man, I'm so glad to God I went to prison because That's what saved me. That's what turned my life around. It gave me the awakening that when I get out, I need to do something different. I need to do another. I need to move different, right? So my next thing is I have a reason. I have a reason for doing what I'm doing now. I don't do nothing just for happenstance. I don't do nothing just for uh, because, you know, I have a reason. Look, let me tell you something. The reason I live my life the way I live my life now is because I don't want to shame the gospel. I don't want to shame the gospel. I don't want to shame, put God to shame when he said, man, he's giving me one, two, three, four, five, six thousand chances. And then I mess up again because I do mess up every day. I do something that God's not pleased with every day. I don't know what it might be. Sometimes it might be a look. It might be something that I said that I shouldn't have said, but, hey, my heart is is his. That's what I want to have, that heart for God, like they said David did, right? And so I have a reason. Let me tell you my reason. When I got married, God gave me that woman to take care of her, right? Right? Not to to tell her what to do and I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to do what God is telling me to do and she follows me and the children follow us. I have to be the head of my household. Now as a father, my four boys are my reasons. My wife is my reason. Right? And me I'm my reason. Man, I won't disrespect myself right? I'm not seeing no disrespect for myself. I'm not finna have it. So anything that's disrespectful, I'm not finna be a part of. it. Anything that's foolishness, I ain't got time for. it. So man, you got to get it in your brain that you got to have a reason. Let me tell you, I'm going to go back to what I was saying. Born to a 15-year-old mother, right? Born a statistic in Fifth Ward, Houston, Texas. Born in poverty, raised in poverty, right? I am ball with the ballers. I bum with the bums. I know what it is to live the life of having nothing to want, to to be in want, to be in much, right? And right now, God has given me much. And man, I want to thank God for what he's done. I had that awakening in prison. God found me there and said, hey, you need to get it together. And then all, I just got to tell you, I do have a reason for doing this life. And you, you have a reason. All you got to do is wake up and see it, man, and see it. See that is a better life out there. It's a better life out there for you. There's a better life out there for everybody around you. And once you get saved, I'm telling you, 90% of families when a husband gets saved, the whole family gets saved, Man, the men got to step up. We got to step up, man. My last thoughts. My last thoughts, man. And this is real real real, 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 real real intricate. It's not about winning. It's about finishing. It's not about winning. It's about finishing. I, uh, I had a verse that I was going to say, but I was trying to memorize it. It was, you know, we always say it like a cliche. We say the race is not given to the swift nor strong, but the one that endure to the end. I think that's how the verse is supposed to go. But then I start researching, and that's not even the verse. It does say, the, ver- the verse does say the race is not given to the swift nor the strong. But it goes on to say the bread is not given to the wise. It goes on and tells you, but you have to endure to the end. The one that steps in the right place is yours. You got to step in the right place. It's not about who winning this thing, man. I'm not in competition with nobody but me from yesterday. Trying to be better than I was last year. It's not about winning. It's about finishing. And I want to finish the race, man. All I want to do is finish the race. Right? It's always somebody that got more. There's always somebody that's stronger, that look better. So man, if you get into that, 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 that competition thing, you're going to be forever messed up. So man, I'm telling you, man, look, leave your comments, man. Leave your comments for the show, man. I've been thanking y'all, thanking y'all, man. And then I have to go back to that. I have a reason. I have a reason, man. That's dedicated to my uncle that passed away, man. James, I love you, man. I love you. And I know that, uh, God, uh, put you on this earth to teach me some things. My other uncle uh, John Barnes I know God put you on this earth to navigate me to help me because they always had a good word for me man. I have a reason man. Hey man I just want to tell you this man don't let your yesterday kill your tomorrow. And I think I breezed by that a lot. Don't let your yesterday kill your tomorrow. I just went through a timeline of events of my life, but, you know, how I was born. I'm not letting my yesterday kill my tomorrow. I know I got a lot to do. I got a lot to do, man. And I got a lot of good people around me, man. Got a lot of good people around me. Hey, man, subscribe to the Progression Podcast on YouTube, man. We here. We here, and we ain't going nowhere. Man, this 007, man, I love y'all. Peace.